Hello, welcome to the Epic Sisters Show. Today I am going to be reading The Tale of Mr. Jeremy Fisher by Beatrix Potter. So we're going to read a summer poem as summer's starting. In winter I get up at night and dress by yellow candlelight. And summer quite the other way. I have to go to bed by day. I have to go to bed and see the birds still hopping on the tree. Or hear the grown-up people's feet still going past me and the street. And does it not seem hard to you when all the sky is clear and blue? And I should like so much to play to have to go to bed by day. Yep, that's by Robert Louis Stevenson. Now it's time to hear about Mr. Jeremy Fisher. Once upon a time, there was a frog called Mr. Jeremy Fisher. He lived in a little damp house amongst the buttercups at the edge of a pond. The water was all slippy sloppy in the larder and in the back passage, but Mr. Jeremy liked getting his feet wet. Nobody ever scolded him, and he never caught a cold. He was quite pleased when he looked out and saw large drops of rain splashing in the pond. I will get some worms and go fishing and catch a dish of minnows for my dinner, said Mr. Jeremy Fisher. If I catch more than five fish, I will invite my friends, Mr. Alderman, Ptolemy Tortoise, and Sir Isaac Newton. The Alderman, however, eats salad. Mr. Jeremy put on a Macintosh and a pair of shiny galoshes took his rod in a basket, and set off with enormous hops to the place where he kept his boat. The boat was round and green and very like the other lily leaves. It was tied to a water plant in the middle of the pond. Mr. Jeremy took a reed pole and pushed the boat out into the open water. I know a good place for minnows, said Mr. Jeremy Fisher. Mr. Jeremy stuck his pole into the mud and fastened the boat to it. He settled himself cross-legged and arranged his fishing, fishing tackle. He had the dearest little red float. His rod was a tough stalk of grass. His line was a fine long horsehair, and he tied a little wiggling worm at the end. The rain trickled down his back. For nearly an hour, he stared at the float. This is getting tiresome. I think I should like some lunch, said Mr. Jeremy Fisher. He punted back amongst the wire plants and took some lunch out of his basket. I will eat a butterfly sandwich and wait till the shower is over, said Mr. Jeremy Fisher. A great water, a great big water beetle came up underneath the lily leaf and tweaked the toe of one of his galoshes. Mr. Jeremy crossed his legs up shorter, out of reach, and went on eating his sandwich. Once or twice, something moved about with a rustle and a splash amongst the rushes at the side of the pond. I trust that is not a rat, said Mr. Jeremy Fisher. I think I'd better get away from here. Mr. Jeremy shoved the boat again a little way and dropped in the bait. And now it's time for... Joke time! How did the frog feel when he has a broken leg? I don't know. Unhoppy. Because <laughs> he can't hop and he's unhappy. And... Why did the frog say meow? Um, frogs don't say meow, Emma. No, he was learning to speak a foreign language. Oh, that was really funny, like cat. Like, yeah. I'm learning to speak Spanish right now. Oh, that's funny. Okay, thank you. That was joke time. Okay, a quick recap. Mr. Jeremy 
is catching is trying to catch fish so he can have have his friends over for dinner. And he has just take he had just taken a break to eat lunch and has just pushed his boat back into the water to go back to fishing. There was a bite. Almost directly, the float gave a tremendous bother. A minnow! A minnow! I have him by the nose! cried Mr. Jeremy Fisher, jerking up his rod. But what a horrible surprise! Instead of a smooth back minnow, Mr. Jeremy landed little Jack Sharp, the stickleback, covered with spines. The stickleback floundered about the boat, prickling and snapping until he was quite out of breath. Then he jumped back into the water. And a shoal of other little fish put their heads out and laughed at Mr. Jeremy Fisher. And while Mr. Jeremy sat disconsolately on the edge of the boat, sucking his sore fingers and peering down to the water, a much worse thing happened. A really frightful thing would have been if Mr. Jeremy had not been wearing a Macintosh. A great big enormous trout came up with a splash, and it seized Mr. Jeremy with a snap. Ow! 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 And then it turned and dived to the bottom of the pond. Oh, no! The fish has Mr. Jeremy! But the trout was so displeased with the taste of the Macintosh that in less than half a minute, it spat him out again, and the only thing it swallowed was Mr. Jeremy's galoshes. Mr. Jeremy bounced up to the surface of the water like a cork, and the bubbles out of the soda water bottle, and he swam with all his might to the edge of the pond. He scrambled out onto the first bank he came to, and he hopped home across the meadow with his Macintosh, all in tatters. What a mercy that was not a pike, said Mr. Jeremy Fisher. I have lost my rod and my basket, but it is not much matter, for I am sure I should never have dared to go fishing again. He put some sticking plaster on his fingers, and his friends both came to dinner. He could not often fish. He had something else in the larder. Sir Isaac Newton wore his black and gold waistcoat, and Mr. Alderman Ptolemy Tortoise brought a little salad with him in a string bag. Instead of a nice dish of minnows, they had a roasted grasshopper with a ladybird sauce, which frogs consider a beautiful treat, but I think it must have been nasty.